This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 160th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. Years ago, I remember hearing an interview with country singer Tim McGraw, in which he mentioned that before recording a new album, he would always go back and listen to everything he'd recorded previously. Doing so gave him perspective on his work and showed him areas to work on in the new production. This struck me as a brilliant idea, and I've been doing it with my books ever since. Since I'm nearing Dreamlander's publication, I've pulled A Man Called Outlaw and Behold the Dawn from the shelf for a little rereading. Diving into old work can be a little frightening, since who knows what ghastly blunders you're going to find yourself having made. But it's also full of nostalgic joy. My goal in rereading my old novels isn't to work myself into a rewriting frenzy, but rather just to pick up on overall production rough spots that I can hopefully improve on in the new book. My other goal is also just to enjoy the ride as a reader who has been made semi-objective by time. And you know what? It's been fun. The August issue of my e-litter hit inboxes last week. It included the usual roundup of inspirational quotes, creativity jump starters, and helpful links, as well as the article, How to Make Your Scoundrels Lovable, and my response to a subscriber's question about opening a story with a dream flashback. If you're not receiving the e-letter and would like to, you can sign up for my mailing list on my website at kmwyland, that's w-e-i-l-a-n-d dot com slash mailing dash list dot php. You can read back issues online at kmwyland dot com slash e-letter dash issues dot php. Don't forget the dialogue. The latest post in the video series on my blog offers a reminder about the important role dialogue plays in keeping readers interested in your characters. To watch it, visit my blog at wordplay-kmwyland.blogspot.com. New videos are posted every Wednesday. And now, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, Most Common Mistakes Series Part 16, How You May Be Killing Your Story's Tension. How can you keep your story moving forward in scenes that don't offer full-blown conflict? No doubt you've heard the aphorism, no conflict, no story. But your characters can't be clawing each other's eyes out in every scene. So how do you keep readers hooked until you can pull out the big guns? The answer is tension. Tension is the threat of conflict. It's conflict's calmer, but no less potent cousin. For a story to properly work, tension must be present in every scene. This, however, can be easier said than done. Sometimes we can zap a story's tension without even realizing it. This can happen as the result of a couple of factors. One, a threat too easily resolved. Two, a threat too far distanced. Three, an undefined character goal. If your story is suffering from any of these ailments, your tension is going to flatline. Why should readers fear the boogeyman that might be around the corner if they know that A. The protagonist is going to easily defeat him B. The protagonist has run too far and too fast for the boogeyman to ever catch up or C. The protagonist has no goal that will be endangered should the boogeyman happen to catch up after all. Story tension. Let's take a look at an example of what can happen to your story if you've let the tension drain out and puddle around the protagonist's feet. Margie looked from the hunting knife in her hands to the hairy boogeyman she had just easily slain. The rest of the boogeyman horde ran, yelping around the corner of the barn, probably chasing the cat. 
Everybody knew Boogeyman didn't return to the scene of the attack for twenty-four hours. That gave her plenty of time to get Auntie Amy and her baby cousin Ferb into the jet-powered racer. They could clean the house, pick up groceries, maybe even finish the dress Auntie was sewing for. Come morning, they'd head out. Even if the Boogeyman did return sooner than expected, Margie could just kill them like she had this one. Want a yawn burger and a side of snores to go with that story? Margie obviously has everything under control, so what's to keep readers from turning on the TV and looking for a character whose straits are a little more dire? Story tension galore. Let's try again. We'll raise the stakes, beef up the threat, shorten the timeline, and give Margie an important goal. Margie looked from the hunting knife in her trembling hands to the hairy boogeyman she had somehow managed to slay. The rest of the boogeyman horde ran, roaring around the corner of the barn, probably to devour her beloved cat, Perky. Everybody knew boogeyman never left the scene of attack until all living mammals were dead. They'd be back within seconds. She ran for the house. She had to get Auntie Amy and her baby cousin Ferb out of here. She could only pray they would be able to get the old jalopy started. Their only chance was to strike out across the desert. Without food or water, they would be lucky to make it as far as Gaptooth Well, but if someone didn't warn the settlements, every person in the territory could fall prey to the boogies. Isn't that a little better? Nothing actually happens in this scene. There's no conflict, no arguing, no fighting, no clawing out of eyes. But there's plenty of tension, since readers know the threat is both real and imminent. Some super-duper, nail-biting, goose-flesh-raising conflict is just around the corner, and the ratcheted tension in this scene will ensure readers turn the page to face it head-on, just like Margie. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, visit me on the web at wordplay-kmyland.blogspot.com, and be sure to listen again next week. 